0: I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what CGV is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. We don't manipulate it to our own belly. We work this, and that's what we call it. That's why I love There you have it. Do have an insightful show. Hallelujah. Father, we give you all the praise. We thank you for your your love, for your mercies, for our salvation. We thank you because you love us. We thank you because we are alive because of your love. We exist because you exist, because you are. We give you all the praise. We thank you for growth Spiritually, physically, you know, in all things. We thank you for open doors, for new opportunities, for new relationships. We give you other praise. Thank you for the healings. Thank you for the miracles. Thank you because even right now, as we share your word, miracles are taking place. Because your word in itself carries healing power. The Bible says you sense your word, and you heal them, and deliver them from all their afflictions. So, because as your, you know, there's power to healing your word. As we teach your word right now, healings are taking place. Emotional healings. People are healed of guilt and shame, in the name of Jesus who are healed of diseases right now, in the name of Jesus. Even issues is normal lives, they're getting healed of it now, in the name of Jesus. Dear Holy Spirit, we ask, oh God, that as we share your word, you You know, bring us understanding. You bring us elimination. In the name of Jesus, we pray right now that every heart that listens to this sermon is receptive to grow in truth. In the name of Jesus, the unsaved that hears this, you know, becomes convicted and receives Jesus. The saved that, that hears this grows and becomes established in the faith. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord. All right. So, that on Sunday, Purified. All right. So, it's a series of teachings. So, um, we go further today. Purified. All right? So right. Let's do a quick review. What we did on Sunday. Romans 3, 2024. 20, Romans 3, 23 to 24. You should be in church with your Bible online or offline. Alright, so you should follow, participate. Alright, twenty twenty four. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Alright? All right, all. Have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. 24. And all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. So all sinned. All sinned first in Adam and all sinned personally, right? And all are justified freely, okay, by his grace. By grace, through faith, free, freely, okay, without any cost. Glory to God. By the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. Alright. Romans 23, Romans 23, Romans 623. Romans 623, Romans 623. Glory to God. 23 says, For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Alright? The gift of God, the Bible calls it the gift of God. So salvation, our redemption is a gift from God. Glory to God. You could not earn it. You can't pay for it. Okay? So redemption is a gift from God. Glory to Jesus. So we said on Sunday, That God made a perfect world in a total state of perfection, you know, health, wealth, peace, and fellowship with God. And what fellowship with God? Man had dominion over all things. All right. God made man and said, Let him have dominion. So God created man to have dominion over all things over the birds of the air, the fish of the sea the cats, whatever creeps upon the earth, over everything, even wild animals and stuff like that. God made man to have dominion over all things. God also made man with a will. All right? He gave man the power of choice. Meaning that man could use his choice, you know, against God. Glory to God. So God gave gave man a creator, a creation of will. So when someone says, but why did God you know, allow man the possibility of sin. Now, you can answer ask that question because you have a will to ask the question. Let me take it again. When you say, why did God make man, you know, with the possibility of failure, possibility of, of sin, you are asking because you also have a will. That same will that made Adam sin, is also the will that makes you question God. It is that same will. So without the will that made Adam to fall, you also not have the will to ask kind of question. You get. So, we are all creations of of choice and will. Alright. So God gave man a law. He gave man a law. Don't eat of these three. Now I didn't recap- recap of Sunday, right? It says if you do, you will die. He says, if you do this, in dying you shall die. Alright? So Adam and Eve did eat. They did die. Alright. The death was first spiritual death and then physical death. All right. The physical death was, 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 was a of the, of the spiritual debt. So the physical, the spiritual debt meant meant sickness, meant poverty, meant pain, and even much more sin. All right. So at the point, man, you know, man, 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 died spiritually. You know, man became even more, even more prone to sin. Said on Sunday, that sin begets more sin. That the more people sin, the more they sin. Okay. It is a natural thing so when Adam died, the death he died it meant he, he had, you know, he had furnished a of God's glory. Okay, he had become, you know, sinful man, he had received the sin nature. Okay, and the sin nature only produces more and more sin. All right, the way a dog will bark, a cat will meow. call it all right, that's the word. All right, so sin begets more sin. The sin nature only begets more sin. Okay, so Adam was our was representative. So when he sinned and died, we all sinned and died. The way political reps can sign something in your name, and you can't say, I did not agree to it. because when, you, know, you, can, you can't singularly say, I don't want because I did not agree to it. Once they sign something in your name, we all signed it. Glory to God. So the doctrine of original sin, some say it's pessimism. No, it's not pessimism, it's realism. Okay, it's about reality here. Alright? So, we said, we all have sinned in Adam and individually. Okay? You, 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 you No one we stand for God and say, I'm sinless. No one will stand before God and say, I am guiltless, I am sinless. Alright? Because we all have sinned in actions, in thoughts, commission and omission. Okay? Everyone is guilty of sin. We said on Sunday that some will say, But I'm a good person, I've never sinned. And I will ask you, really? Because Christ told them. told them says, if you if, if you only did those things in your thoughts, in your in your heart, you're you, you, you you are as guilty. So some will say, But I never, you know, I never did so and so and so. And I will ask you, did you ever want to do it? That you stop because. You were scared of the repercussion. Do you get my point here? This is the point that no one can say without God that he is good on his own. All right. So we, 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 we didn't scan your thoughts. Those things you didn't do because you wanted to do it, too, but because you were scared of what will happen. You didn't do it. So it's not because it's not because you didn't want to do it, but because you were scared of the repercussion that you are probably a coward, too, too cowardly to do the things in your heart. Okay. They said how some us have not had sex because you are scared of pregnancy want to do it, but ah, well, I'll allow you. You get my point here. So, <laughs> Glory to God. So I say that, you know, it will be difficult for anybody to stand before God and say, you know, I've never sinned. I'm without guilt. Glory to God. When I remind you, when you were three years old, when mommy said, sit down, said, no, I'll stand up. You a bit your mommy. That's a sin. Okay? So we can go even as far. So there's no way you can stand before God and say, I am without sin. Alright. We said also, that the unfairness of the unmerited sin, sin, you know, is just as, quote, unfair as us receiving unmerited grace. It is the same logic at work. The same logic at work. That the way we didn't do anything to 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 to, to sin to become sinners, so also we don't do anything to become righteous. All we do, you no, know, I don't I don't, use, I don't use do. All all that happens is that you just say. I believe you uh, just welcome to your life. It's just, just you saying yes. It's just you saying yes, you know, to to Jesus. Okay. So the same way, you know, you didn't commit the sin in Adam. It's also the same way you didn't have to die for your own sins. Christ died for your sin. Second Corinthians five. Second Corinthians five. Second Corinthians five eleven. Thank you, Lord, for your questions. for utterance. Thank you, Lord. 2 Corinthians 5, from 11 to 21. Amen. All right. Since then, we know what it is to fear the Lord. We try to persuade others. What we are is plain to God, and I hope it is also plain to your conscience. 12. We're not trying hard to commit ourselves to you. Alright? But we are given an opportunity to take, to take pride in us. So that you can answer those who take pride in what is seen. Rather than what, what is in the heart. Okay, let me go forward. Okay. 13 says. 13 says. And if out of our mind. As some say. It is for God. If in our right mind. It is for you. For Christ's love compels us. Because we are convinced. Look at this. That one died for all, therefore, all died, and he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves but for him who died for them and was raised again from there for them. I was raised again. 16. So, from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view, though once you got a crisis way, we do so no longer. 17. Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. Look at that, the old has gone, the new has come. Or all that passed away, all things have become new. Look at that, all this is from God. Who us to Himself, reconciled us to Himself through Christ, and gives to us the ministry of reconciliation. Nineteen, that God was reconciled the world to Himself in Christ, not Counting people's sins against them. And come to us the ministry of reconciliation. Look at that. It says that God, you know, in Christ, reconciled to himself. Okay. Not counting people's sins against them. And has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Okay. To tell the world that when you come into Christ, okay, God is not counting your sins. Against you. Because he has put upon Christ the sins of us all. So Christ has taken your condemnation. Christ has taken your guilt. Glory to God. Christ has taken your death sentence. Okay? So he has put upon Christ the iniquity of us all. All you do is just to say yes. And whatever you have done, okay, in the past, today, tomorrow, is put on Christ. Glory to God. That's great news. That we call it good news. Right now, call it good. You that all we have done, all the flaws, the mistakes, the shame, the guilt has been put on Christ so you can walk guilt free. You know, Paul said somewhere, Paul said, I have ought no man. Like, eh? Paul, I have ought no man. <laughs> Paul, you, you have ought no man in your history. Paul, you drag people. And killed them for the faith, but Paul says, "I have ought no man. Why? Because if any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. All things have passed away. So you can say, "Me, this, this the real me now is the new one." So I have ought no man. Do you see that? Because why? God is not counting your sins against you. Lord, this is great news. All right. Twenty says, "We are therefore." Christ's ambassadors, as though God making that is appeal to us, we implore you on Christ's behalf be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin look at that to be seen for you for us, so that in him we might become righteous of God, so that in him might become what the righteousness of God. Look at that, so. He made him to be sin for you, for us. so So that we stop being sinners. So we are now his righteousness. Glory to God. So we are saying that Christ took your shame, your guilt. God has laid on Christ the iniquity of us all. Not counting our sins against us. All we do is receive Jesus. By faith. First Peter. First Peter 2. First Peter 2. again. From 21, twenty one to twenty five. First Peter 2. from twenty one to twenty five. Glory to Jesus. Twenty one says, "To this you were called, because Christ suffered for you." Leaving you an example uh, that you follow in his steps. 22. He committed no sin, and no deceit was found in his mouth. When the all looked at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he treated himself to the one who judges justly. 24. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins. Look at that. And live for righteousness. Glory to God. says, he bore upon himself our sins. Okay? He paid the price for our sins. Defeated sin in his own body. Alright? So that we can die to sin. And what? Live for righteousness. By his wounds, he have been healed. 25. For you are like sheep going astray. But now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. That's great news. Glory to God. See that? So Christ took upon himself our iniquity. Both the sin and the punishment for the sin. Alright? He took both the sins and his punishment upon himself. So that we can walk free. It's called justification. That means to be declared free. To be declared just. It's simple. To be, to be declared not guilty. Alright? Ephesians 2 1 to 10. Ephesians 2 1 to 10. I implore you, get Sunday's salmon. Ephesians 2 1 to 10. It says, As for you, you were dead in transgressions and sins, in which you used to live where you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the grace of our flesh and following his desires and thoughts. Look at this. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. Look at that. So he's saying, by nature, the things we did, we were deserving of the wrath of God. Why? Someone says, but I only stole small money. I only lied. I only had sex with the man I love or the woman I love. Okay? Why Am I deserving of the wrath of God? Glory to God. Now God is an eternal and eternal being. So you know, God sees yesterday, today and tomorrow. and, and this is the issue with sin and the signature, that the signature is beyond what you have done yesterday or today. It is what you are capable of. You get? It's what you can do. Give them the right motivation and circumstances. You understand? So, an eternal God, you know, judges from eternity and sees, you know, your entire, your entire makeup, your entire possibilities. Do you understand? Because man, in the right, right condition, right motivation, right circumstances, is capable of immense evil. The Bible says the art of man is desperately wicked. Who can bear? All right? So, someone so says something. Now, there are things people have not done. Because they can't afford the sin. I'll take it again. There are sins people have not done. Because what? They can't afford the sin. Now, what will happen when they have the power, the money, the resources to afford that sin? why like it says, we were by nature deserving of wrath. Glory to God. There are men. That point under their father and say, My father was bad, it was a womanizer, was, was this, it was that. But you know, between you and I, that if you have the resource, especially as an unsaved man, if you have the money, the power, the good looks to attract your speck of women, you'll probably do much worse. Why? It is a nature thing. That's why he says, By nature, like the rest, we were deserving of rot. Alright? If we take you from this country now and put you in a country where, you know, where, where, where they are more liberal, where, you know, love is love, (laughs) where where they accept all sorts of ideologies, are you sure that you'll not be on the other side, okay, advocating for all the crap they advocate for? Glory to God. Okay? So the only solution is salvation. Okay, in Christ. The change of nature that begins now change your desires, your thoughts and your actions. Ephesians 2.4 continuing. He says but because of his great love. Look at this. Because of his great love. Verse 3 says we're by nature living on the wrath of God. Verse 4 says but because of his great love. God who is rich in mercy made us Alive with Christ when we're dead in transgressions. It's because of His great love. He didn't leave us in that condition. But because of His great love, He made a way for our salvation. Says God who is rich in mercy. Okay? It alive with Christ, even in transgressions. It's, it's by grace you have been saved. Look at that. It is by grace. It's, it's a gift. Okay? Six says, verse six says, and God raised up with Christ. And God raised us up with Christ. And said, said that to him in heavenly places, heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. Alright? In order that in the coming ages, he might show the incomparable which of his grace. Okay? Expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. Verse 8. Four. it is by grace you have been saved through faith. Salvation is a gift for it is by grace. That you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. You did not save yourself. It is the gift of God. Verse 9, not by works, so that no one can boast. It says, For we are God's handiwork. We created Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared them for us to do. Look okay. at that. So salvation is God's goodness to us. Is a gift from God. We didn't deserve it. We didn't earn it. Okay? But God gave us the gift. And how do we get saved? And then on Sunday, Romans 10, 8-13 says, you know, if we believe in our hearts, that is Lord, and confess our mouth that is Lord, we are saved. So the jailer asked Paul in Acts 16 34 how do we get saved? Okay, And he said, believe. Believe in the name. Believe in Jesus. So we get saved by believing in Jesus. Believing that he died, that believing that I'm gonna get there, Let, let me go ahead of myself. All right, so there's only one gospel, and we must understand it and uphold it, adding to, not adding to, or taking from it. Okay, there's only one gospel, Romans 1, Romans 1, 16 to 18, Romans 1, 16 to 18, Romans 1. 16 to 18. Romans 1, 16 to 18. Please, I need us to certainly follow me. Okay? Even if you are here in the studio, follow me so that I can judge your face if you understand it. Okay? Please, it's important for me. Romans 1, 16 to 18. It says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel. Alright? Because it is the power of God that brings salvation. To everyone who believes, first to the Jew, okay, and then to the Gentiles. Now it means there, that the Jews edit first, then the Gentiles edit the gospel, all right, simple, all right. 17 For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed, the righteousness that is from faith, from first to last, just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. It says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel. Because the gospel is God's power to salvation. The gospel is the only way man is saved. So, I am not ashamed of the gospel. Alright? The gospel is God's power to save for everyone. And this gospel reveals God's righteousness. This gospel impacts God's righteousness. Righteousness is from faith from start to the end. Don't, don't forget Ephesians 2, 8-10 says we are saved by grace through faith. So this salvation, this gospel is based on faith and faith alone. Amen. Alright? 1 Corinthians 15. 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 1 Corinthians 15 from verse 1 to 11. Now, brothers and sisters, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you. Look at this. He says, I want to remind you. So, even though they were already saved, he says, I want to remind you. Why? It is important for us to keep hearing these things over and over again. So, don't say, I'm already saved. No, you need to hear the gospel again and again and again, okay? So, you can stick to your head, okay? Because your head is volatile. Things go, All right? What do you do? Bring it back again, alright? So this is the gospel I preached to you. This which you have received, look at this. And on which you have taken your stand. Verse 2 says, by this gospel you are saved. If you hold firmly to the word I preach to you, otherwise you have believed in vain. So he's saying that if you lose track of the gospel, if you believe something else apart from the gospel, you have believed in vain. That this, the gospel is what saves you, not your good works. So, meaning that, if someone it says it says it's saved, don't understand the, the gospel. I should ask them, what saved you? What did you believe that saved you? Because we're just living on vibes, right? So, what is the gospel? If you don't know the gospel, how what saved you? What saved you? So, why you must bring this over and over so you know what you have taken your stand on. Verse three for what I received I passed on to you as of first importance that Christ the gospel that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures that he was buried that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures and that he appeared to Cephas, that's Peter and then to the twelve. After that, he appeared to more than five hundred people, five hundred five hundred brothers and sisters at the same time, most of whom are still living though some are falling asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles, and last of all, appeared to me also as to one abnormally born. For, um, for I am least of the apostles and not exactly called an apostle, because I apostle the church of God. Ten. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace to me was not without effect. No, I walked harder than all of them. Yet not I, but the grace of God was with me. Eleven. Look at this. Whether then it is I, or day, this is what we preached. This is what we preach. This is what we preach continuously, and this is what you believed. All right. So this is the gospel that Christ died for your sins. And then you only die he ro- was buried, and he rose up and gave you a new life. That's the gospel. So the gospel that God—I'm going to explain for them. So that's just going to talk about. Before then, Exodus one. Galatians one, I'll come back there. Galatians one. Galatians one. Glory to God. Six to nine. <laughs> Look at this. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you to live in the grace of Christ in the grace of Christ. And are turning to a different gospel. Hmm. Seven. Which is really no gospel at all. Evidently, some people are throwing into confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel should preach a gospel that other than what we preach to you, let them be under God's curse. Verse 9. As I've already said, so I say again if anybody is preaching to you a gospel that other than what you accepted, Accepted. Let them be under God's course. Again, take it in. Verse 9. As I, as I, as I already said, so now I say again. As I've already said, so now I say again, if anybody is preaching to you a gospel other than what you said before, let them be under God's course. It is that deep. If anyone brings to you a new gospel, different what you heard before, let them be under God's course. If any man comes to say, but you know, I saw an angel and he said so and so and so and so, let them be under God's course so no one can come and bring you a different gospel. Some religions believe that you know, God's course and another, another prophet, kiniko, 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 kiniko. this there is only one gospel. Glory to Jesus, all right. You know, in chapter 2, Paul began by saying, Oh, foolish Galatians. Is that deep? Okay, let me look for itself. Like that part, glory to God. Let me I, I only for this, this, this verse. It's Galatians 3 1. Galatians 3 1. Look at it. He says, You foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Did they, they flog you just? Who has bewitched you? Before your very eyes, Christ just was portrayed as crucified. Again, to see how deep it is, it's called them, it's called them foolish. Alright? To show you how important the purity of the gospel is. Glory to God. So, there is only one gospel. This is the gospel. All sinned in Adam. And individually. All became sinless. So, all became sinners, Joe. All became sinners. So, you can't say that man is good and does bad things. No. Man, by nature, without Christ, is bad and does bad things. Okay? It says, you know, Christ said, make the tree good and the fruit will be good. Right? So, the bad tree makes bad fruits. So, man is not good. Man, without Christ, is desperately wicked. Okay? And does bad things. Glory to God. So, the wages of sin is death. All need a savior. A sinless man to pay for sins. Alright? Because wages of sin is death. Someone had to come and pay that price for sin. And look at this. If the man that, did, that does that is a sinner... He will be paying for just his own sins, not everyone's sin. Do you understand? So the Savior had to be sinless, so that when He takes nothing for sin, He's it, it, taking it on our behalf. Do you understand? For it to work, it had to be the, the 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 death, okay, of a sinless man. Otherwise, His death. You know, his penalty for sin would have been his own personal payment. Glory to God. Now, only God is the description. Only God is sinless. So God took on flesh. So as to be man and at the same time, God. Okay? Because man sinned. Man also had to pay the price for sin. So God has to be man. Alright? So that it could be. A fitting savior. So God took on flesh in Christ Jesus and you know and be- became man and paid for the price, paid the price for sin. Alright? Salvation is nowhere else but in Christ. Okay? If there's another way, then Christ died in vain. Okay. If there's another way to do it, then then it means all the other drama. He came to the earth as a virgin, as kind born of, of a virgin, um, sinless, suffered and died, blabbing. Why? Okay? Well, because there's only one way. There's only one way to where there's no other way Otherwise, Christ died in vain. John 46, God says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. It says no one comes to the Father except through, through me. As what 12, says, there's no other than gives on that heaven by which men will be saved. All right? So it's death mere resurrection purchase our redemption purchase our redemption our salvation from sin reconciliation with God grace salvation by faith and by faith alone glory to God okay so what about good works what about good works so we we'll say that we are saved by faith alone but the faith that saves is never a loan, it comes an empowerment and a desire for good works. See that the good works are a fruit of salvation, not a requirement for salvation. Okay? Salvation is a gift. If I have to work for it, then it's no longer a gift. You understand? If I have to work for a gift, then the gift has stopped being a gift. Okay, so it's a gift. It is not by our good works, okay? But the good works are a fruit of salvation. No, he said, make the tree, the tree good, and the fruits will also be good. So, so, at salvation, we became the good tree. The good tree that produces good fruits. Hallelujah. Okay? Glory to God. So, Romans 4, 1, 2, 8, 6, 4, 9, 2. salvation as a free gift, okay? That God is not counting Our sins against us. So it is not, you know, it is not a function of um, of of what we do. It is a gift from God. So we said dogs will bark. Okay, so a sinner will sin. Okay, righteous man also live righteously. Glory to God. Only the saved can genuinely be righteous and holy. So now, if only the saved can be righteous and holy, look at that. So it means that. Only cannot be recovered to be saved. Glory to God. Okay? So it's the new nature that you received that gives capacity for good works. First Corinthians six. 1 Corinthians six, nine to eleven. First Corinthians six. First Corinthians six nine to eleven. nor idolaters nor adulterers nor men who are sex with men nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards nor slanders, nor swindlers who were in the kingdom of God 11 and this is what some of you were look at that but you were washed you were sanctified you were justified in the name of Lord Jesus Christ and by the spirit of our God alright so it is salvation that washes you, sanctifies you, justifies you. So you are washed from sin, from the sin nature. So you can begin to live the righteous life. Okay? You are sanctified okay, at salvation and by the Spirit. You see that? So it is salvation that gives you the ability for good works. It is you know, Because good works is not an entry requirement. It is a fruit of what it is a fruit of what happens to you when you are saved. Glory to God. All right, so it means that when we are preaching the gospel, we don't preach and say, you know, um, and say, how do I put it? Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't 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 fornicate. Don't steal. Don't lie. Now, you are telling a dog not to bark. You are barking down the wrong tree. All right. What you tell them is this. Christ has paid the price for your sins. God is not imputing your sins against you, okay? When you come into him, He gives you a new nature that you can stop sinning. You can stop lying. So, do you understand? So, to, to, to do that wise to be counterproductive, alright? We just need to become saved. Then the work, you know, the, the, the continuous progress of, on, of, of the ongoing sanctification um, Produces in us, you know, good works continually. You know, so when we get saved, we are sanctified, right? There's also an ongoing sanctification that that, that, that helps a believer to continuously get better at living out the good life in our thoughts, in our actions, in everything. Glory to God. Is that clear? I'll take it again. When we are saved, we are sanctified by God. So, that sanctified is is is, is, a, is is a simple word. Now, it does not necessarily mean that we, that. Um, doesn't necessarily mean, mean that we are only behaved immediately. You know what it means? To satisfy means to set apart as God's own. So, for example, let's imagine that there are, that there are in this, on this table, five cups. And I put apart one cup and say, this cup is my personal cup. you get What am I doing? Satisfying the cup as mine. Setting apart the cup as my cup. You understand? That's what it means. So, as salvation, we are sanctified as belonging to God, separated unto God. What does that mean? And I, be, and I begin to act, you know, as though knowing that I'm, I'm, now, I'm now God's own. I begin to act as God's own. The Holy Ghost begins to help me to act as God's own. So I will say, there a, there's a, a, a is sanctification. It's also a progressive work sanctification. What happens by the Spirit within? to a salvation set apart as God's own. There's now a progressive work that helps us to talk, behave, act as those that are separated unto God, as God's own. So, there is a one who gets saved. God makes us holy. That holy is, is, is usually the word agaios. It's, 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 it, what that word means set apart as God's own. Alright? Now, they will begin to by the grace of God, live out the holiness, acting as God's own. Acting out God's character. Do you understand? Glory to God. So, salvation is a grace gift. You do not earn it. It is not by good works. All right? Do I have to confess my sins? Do I have to confess my sins? 1 John 1 8 to 10. 1 John 1 8 to 10. Do I have to confess my sins? This is where people talk about, and they say, "That's no sins. This is the verse they commonly quote. Let's see it together, right? First John one eight. Look at that. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. This is what it means. He says if you claim, right, that you have never sinned, okay, if you claim, like some people claim, that, you know, I've, I've always been a good person, I've always been, says, if you claim to be without sin, you're a liar. You deceive yourself, and the truth is not in you. So, it's not saying that the believer in Christ still has sin. No. This is the point. If you claim that you have never sinned, that's I mean, a If you claim that there's no sin, like you are without sin. Okay, that is not sin before it says you deceive yourself, and the truth is not in us. Verse 9. If we confess our sins, please follow me. Alright? Is faithful and just. Okay, and forgive us of our sins and presence of righteousness. Then if we claim we have not sinned, make my to be a liar, and his word is not in us. So if we claim we have not sinned, if you claim we have never sinned, okay. We make it out to be a liar, and his word is not in us. Last time, if we confess our sins, he says to forgive us. Now, people use this part to talk about confessing of sins. That you must confess your sins to be forgiven. Okay? They say you must confess our sins to be what forgiven. But the word confess here? What is the meaning? Okay, now we have you know we have an issue of English, you know, of Greek, it costs a lot of problem. Okay, to, to put across the the Greek word, you know, the way it you actually mean that English word is sometimes very, very confusing. So people actually make a lot of mistakes in translating, you know, Greek to Hebrew. So what does conf, what does confess actually mean in the in the Greek? Let's go to our concordance or the Italian Bible. Okay, first John. First John, are you following? First John one, nine, okay. In the concordance, we can find a particular word and a meaning. Glory to God. All right. So the word confess, okay, is homologio or homologomen. Homologio. All right. Strong's three, Yeah, homologio. Okay, H O M-O-L-O-G-E-O. Strong's 3670. Look at this. It means to speak the same. To agree. To speak the same. To agree. To voice the same conclusion. Okay? To profess or confess because in full agreement. To align with. So this is the meaning. Don't forget, it says, it says in verse, verse 8 that if we have, have no sin, we lie, right? So it says, if we confess our sins, oh, look at this. You should read like, it should, it should, it should read it like this. If we speak the same with God on the matter of sin. If we agree with God on the matter of sin. If we come to the same conclusion with God on the matter of sin. What's the thing about sin? What do you say about sin? That we are all, we've all sinned. Right? We've all sinned in Adam, sin individually, guilty of condemnation, all right? But we are all justified freely by his grace. So we get saved by admitting that we need a savior and then accepting the savior. So admitting that yes, I sinned, I'm guilty of sin. Okay, I need a savior, and I accept the price that Christ paid for me. Simple. How am I sure? Now, when people got saved in the Bible. Which of them confessed the sin? That um, Paulo, okay, I want to get saved now. Let me confess all my sins. When I was five, I slapped my neighbor's son. When I was seven and a half, I stole so, so, so. so. When I was 12, I did. When I was 12, and a, when I was 12 years and a day old, I did so and so. Now, in that same day, I did this, 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 that, 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 that. How many would they confess? Now, most people sin daily. In their words, actions, thoughts, how many sins will they confess to get saved? All right. So it's not about mentioning your sins. What do you do? You agree with God on the matter of sin that all have sinned, so of God's glory, and all are justified freely by His grace. So we confess. Okay, confess. them means to agree, to agree with God on the matter of sin. It's simple. Okay, By Romans 10. When Bible says when Romans 10 it's talks about Apple Now he didn't say they have to read that their sins. He says, believe in your heart that Christ again died for your sin. meaning that you have sin. Number one. Number two, Christ paid for the sin. Right? you understand? He says believe in your heart that you know that believe your heart that Christ died for your sins. See the, see the meaning. He died for your sins. You have sin. Christ paid for your sin. Number two, confess your mouth that just Christ is Lord. So what you confess. Not for my life. Not, you don't confess sin. You confess that he's Lord over your life. Yes, sir? It's simple. I Agree with Christ, okay? Then confess his Lordship. Not confess sin. It's pretty simple. It's pretty simple. Pretty simple. Clear? Good? Good? Alright. So it means that if must confess sin to be saved, it means if I miss a sin, I'm in trouble. It means if I miss a sin, I'm in trouble. Glory to God. Ooh. All right. Say so that Sunday again. Some people believe that you know when Christ comes, right? If he meets them doing bad, hellfire. Or oh, that if you meet everybody and if not confess that sin before it comes, hell. So it means that again that you know, so you can miss heaven by matter of seconds. Just miss heaven because just made the mistake in one second. Christ just comes back. That's faulty thinking. What saves you is not what you do. See, the moment your heaven or hell depends on what you do, then it has become back to works. No longer a gift. You understand your salvation has gone back to what you do, your mistakes or so, that you have gone back to works. What saves you is believing in your heart. Okay? That like Christ died for your sins. Okay? And I confess your mother is Lord of your life. That's what saves you. Alright? Good. Amen. Okay? Number two, restitution. Restitution. Why Restitution five guesses after restitution five it. What does that mean? It means you know, if I if if, if I still want money, as when well I come back on the money, I say I want to be saved to take money back. Like I'm, you know, restitution. Look, 18. This is look, 18. Look, 18. 18 to 30. One of the first people used to justify this restitution. Look, 18 from 18 to 30. Look, 18. 18 to 30. Satan ruler asked him, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? 19, look at that. Why do you call me good? Just answered. Please follow me. No one is good except God alone. That's what he's doing there. <laughs> when we say, man, are good. Christ is clear you here. That, you said I am good. Do you know that no one is good except God? So, if you are calling me good, you are calling me God. You agree I am God. See the logic? Look at that. Again, certain ruler. That's match that. That might be important. Twenty. Christ replied him. So, the, you know the commandments. Shall not come to adultery. Should Shall not murder. Shall not steal. Shall not give us testimony against your neighbour. Honour your father and your mother. None other. Twenty one. guy says, all this I have kept since I was a boy. So he's saying, uh, he's saying that since I was a boy, you you know, I have not murdered. I have not stolen. I have not, I have not adultery. I have not, I have not given first, first against my neighbor. Against my father and mother. Uh, okay. Christ replied. When Jesus Christ had this, said to him, You still lack one thing. Sell everything you have and give to the poor. And you have to go in heaven. Then come and follow me. When he heard this, he became very sad because he was very wealthy. Look at him and said, How hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. Indeed, it's easier for some for a comment to go through the eye, I was someone who should enter the kingdom of God. 26. Those who add in those who add this, asked, Who then can be saved? 27. Just try to reply, What is impossible with man is possible with God. Don't forget again that's about our salvation. second five says, All these is from God. So, salvation is something impossible with man, again, but possible with God. And Christ speaking here was speaking, you know, to people before his death. Before he paid the price for sin. So, they were in the era of works. You understand? So I said, okay, go ahead and so on and so on. Now, to even show how, how difficult works are. Man could not do it, man. Left sad. left sad Because <laughs> to be saved by works, he says it is difficult. Like you want to pass a camel tree, I don't have any do. How? It's impossible. It is impossible. Glory to God. So this guy, you know, being a ruler. Now, in those days, it seems as though that's the same problem we have today. Where rulers take people's money and make easy to get wealthy. So telling the guy that the money you stole from your body you can't turn it back. Okay? Now. It's not because Christ had a problem with wealth, no. It's about the issue of the source of the wealth. Glory to God. Now, you cannot use this to judge our day. This was before Christ died. Okay? Now, if it is now, it will be, believe in me. Okay? Believe in Jesus. Follow me. Then if you not feel led to say, okay, I stole money and am the money back, all my good, but that is not what saves you. Don't forget like in Acts 16 when Jila asked Jesus, asked uh, Peter, asked Paul, rather, what, what should we need to be saved. What the Paul, what the Paul tell him, believe, believe in Jesus, not go and sell no, believe in Jesus. Don't forget that the good works are a fruit of salvation, not a requirement to get into it. All right, so restitution. So if after getting saved, right, you feel compelled to return back to the night times very well that's a good thing okay but that is not what saves you otherwise you are going back to works do you understand yes, so you might feel you know they need to return back to the items very good my feeling to apologize to people you ought you, you know maybe when you are a, when you are a, a sinner you're a terrible womanizer, you've got like 20 girls that you you know you really ought as you know that ah i ought those girls i really did them bad and you see, God, I feel compelled to go and tell them I'm sorry. That was my past. I'm not born again. That's a good thing, right? It's a good thing. But that is not what saves you. Okay, that's very important. Okay, what about penance? What about penance? Giving penance. Now, again, that's 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 ridiculous. You can't buy salvation. You cannot buy it. Okay, that that is an sort thing you can use money to pay for your sins. That's not possible. All right, baptism baptism. So, the saved can be baptized but baptism does not save. Again, the saved can be baptized but baptism itself does not save. Acts 10 48 Acts 10 44 to 48 Acts 10 44 to 48. All right. 44. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit came on all who heard the message. So, Believers who were with, who were with Peter, we, came, we had come with Peter, we are astonished that the gift of the Spirit had been poured out on even the Gentiles. For they heard them speaking in tongues and praising God. Then Peter said, Surely, no one can stand in the way of their being baptized with water, for they have received the Holy Spirit just as we have. So, 48. So, the, the order that they may baptize, baptize them with Jesus Christ, then so they ask that to stay with them for a few for a few days. So, see, this, this is Cornelius. Family, Cornelius family. was a good man, you know, naturally good man. It was a it was a naturally good man. Not not that he was perfect, right? But he was compared to other people, a good man. You understand? So, the Bible says he feared God and stuff like that. So, but was not saved. So, you see. Being good does not save people. It was not so God sent an angel to him, telling him to call Peter to, teach, to preach the gospel to you so that you'll be saved. So even though it was good, he was not saved. He said that he had the gospel to be saved. Alright? So, um, Peter Peter came, what preaching to them? What preaching to them? Okay, the Holy Ghost came down on them and they might speak in tongues. So they got saved. Even, even without, without confessing anything. Now I, say, I want to say, raise up your hand and say, Lord just come, come, come to today. Can't call, can't call, can't call. They, didn't, they didn't do call. They got saved just by hearing the gospel. As I was teaching, their hearts were open and they believed the gospel and they were saved. So it all happened in their hearts. You see that? So they, they didn't confess their sin. They didn't even do any public, any confession of call. There was no call. So you, you don't need to get saved. Again, you don't need court to get saved. As the gospel is going on, people can hear in their, as and Lord, in their hearts right there, this is true. I believe in you. In their hearts. So people can confess Christ is Lord with their hearts, as in with the, with the mouth of their inner man. Don't forget, say so, so, so last week about, about the amount of show blood that gets to herself. So it so, wasn't so, 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 so really about what you, what you said after that. She was saying it to herself. So you can speak to yourself without your mouth voicing it out. So they got saved by believing their hearts, you know, everything happened in their hearts. In their, you know, in their in that person, in their hearts. All right. And they got saved. And they were then baptized. They got saved, spoke in tongues. They were then water baptized. So we see water baptism is for the saved. It does not save. You understand? It does not save. Okay? But it is for the saved. So the saved can be baptized. So you you will not go to hell because you are not baptized. See, they receive the Holy Ghost for the, for baptism. So you will not go to hell because you're not baptized. Alright? Also, this we call it for baptism does not make any sense. Because only the saved can be baptized. When, 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 when baptized children, what are you doing? Just you're not having a cold bath. That's all. It's just, it's just a cold, What's a bath. It makes zero sense. Because the child, you know, needs to choose and say, I believe. So on, the, on the child believes, what are you doing? Salvation is an act of choice. You, you believe yourself. You know, so it's it's fully crap. Alright? Because only the says be baptized. You find nowhere in scripture where they baptize infants. So, baptism is an external symbol of your salvation. It is not what saves you. It's an external declaration of what already happened. Okay. It's an external symbol of what already happened. It does not save you. It's just you, you know, showing the world what already happened to you. So, is it good? Yes. Compulsory? No. You want to do it? Perfect, perfect. let's do it. You you can can go ahead and do it, right? But it does not save you, all right? It does not save you. It does not save you. Glory to God. So, knowing the gospel is not good works, you then begin to see why we preach. Because the gospel, you know, is a declaration, it is a body of knowledge. You get an ideology that we have to teach. so you can't say that, you know, eh, I will just live right. I will not preach. When people see me, I become born again. How? How? Glory to God. All right. So yes, living right makes us make us models that people will see and want to want, want to live like us. Then we we'll then preach to them so they can see who we are and how they can live like us. You, you get? So can't can stop as being a good example. You must teach. The gospel is preached okay the gospel is preached so this quote is misleading it says preach the gospel whenever necessary use words this quote again preach the gospel whenever necessary use words is a very misleading statement if it is terrible okay preach the gospel always use words all right the gospel is preached okay most Always preach the gospel. Romans 10. Romans 10. Because the gospel is not good works. So we must preach it. Romans 10. Romans 10. We read earlier. Romans 10. Okay. Romans 10. 13 says 13. Everyone who calls on the name of of the lord will be saved 14 how then can they call on the one whom they have not believed in Do you see that how can they believe in the one of whom they have not heard and how can they hear without someone preaching to them you see the gospel is preached how can they hear? That's one. So, so not, not to just just live right. We must also preach the gospel. We must preach the gospel. Paul says, "I'm, I'm an ashamed of the gospel of Christ." Why? It's the power of God that saves. It's the, the gospel is what saves. The gospel is what saves, not your good works. Your your good works because you know, it doesn't put a path in people's way. It doesn't put a a a, a nation on people's way. Okay, but the gospel must be must be preached the gospel is preached hallelujah I think we are done for today can we just write a giving thanks glory to God but I will give her the praise just been thank you for the gospel and um, and begin um, to pray for you know for deeper understanding that you are establishing these things just, just, just one moment that you are established in these things. Alright? That you understand the truth that sets you free. Thank you for the gospel. Oh, thank you for paying the price for my sin. Thank you, Lord. Oh thank you, thank you, thank you for paying the price for our sins. We give you all the praise. We are grateful, we are glad to be saved, to belong to you. Ezita <muching of> Sadagita. Thank you for declaring us not guilty. Oh thank you, Lord. Thank you for declaring us not guilty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you, thank you, Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you, thank you, because we cannot walk guilt free, because we have been justified, we have been declared not guilty, all our sins, you know, totally forgotten, our sins not counting against us, so we can live free of guilt free of shame glory to God because of the price that you have paid oh thank you Lord oh thank you Lord because we leave guilt free we have worked free of guilt we have worked free of shame oh thank you thank you thank you because there is therefore now to us no condemnation glory to God Higher. we have worked free there is therefore now to the believer no condemnation No condemnation. Glory to God! Oh, because I'm just—I'm now justified in Christ. Oh, I'll be declared free, guilt-free. I can now stand before God with you know with 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 bold assurance because of what Christ has done. So He says, "Come to the throne of grace with boldness." To what? To Lambano, to lay hold of mercy and grace in times of need. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for the free gift of your grace. Oh, thank Because I'm not saved by good works. I'm saved unto good works. Oh, thank you, Lord. Because I'm now empowered to live good because of what you have done. You have given me a brand new nature. Glory to God. You have washed me. You have satisfied me. You have purified me. Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We give you all the praise. Thank you. Because I'm free of sin. I'm free of guilt. Glory to God. I walk free. Oh, glory. You have made us righteous. You have made us holy. Higher. You have made us your own people belonging to you. Sanctified, belonging unto you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Glory to God. Thank you, 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 thank you. Oh, Praha, Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, glory to God. You have made us your very own. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We give you the praise. Kaliyastogo nosus. Oh thank you daddy come on give him thanks roda da baga mala tá bagadisto melia sada galia la Dabaga. baga reco sou mata galia da baga reco sou pregdioso mata la si he la daes reco sou pregdioso rushuta gadias melia Dabara. cuz yes I, I, i'm free of guilt glory i'm free of guilt i'm free of shame i'm not condemned I'm rather I, 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 I'm a certain as God's own. I am justified. I am declared not guilty of the charge of sin against me. I've been nailed to the cross. I have be, I've, I've been declared not guilty of all I've done, all I've thought all I've said. I've been declared not guilty. Oh, I'm free of sin. I'm free of guilt. I'm free of shame. All because of what Christ as done. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Pray at the Ghana. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. So, you know, family, we see why we must preach. Paul says, you know, we are now mattering of Christ. As though God is through us, you know, begging the world, through us, telling the world that, see, I'm not counting your sins against you. I've put your sins on Christ. Just receive Christ. Have been made message of reconciliation. We've made what? Mistress of reconciliation. So we can tell our world. Be reconciled to God. Be reconciled to God. He is not counting your sins against you. Or you need to just do, you just say, Yes, Jesus just said Christ. So we're going to talk about this moment. Now God, you know, um, I see boldness to be like Paul, you know, as Paul says that it's not nature of the gospel. Help us to, to, to carry this gospel with pride. You know. When we begin to understand what we have, there will be more pride in it. I can share share better. That God help me to to understand, to appreciate what I have, to rate my salvation, so that I I can begin to see why I should tell the world about it. Come on, Lord, help us to see what we have, to understand much more what it means to be saved, to live forever with You. Glory to God. To live to stand before You, a holy God, without shame or guilt us understand what it means to be saved. To understand much more, to grow much more in this understanding, so we can, so we can better, um, um, you know, be be, be bolder to tell the world about you. Let prayer Lord God sit take is the card kaika ria the getere Jesusa me and darash to Jesus to the Lord the Lord here. Lord, we have boldness. We have boldness to tell the world about this gospel. We have boldness to tell the world to stand as bold ministers of the gospel of reconciliation. To tell the world you're not counting their sins against them. Okay, help us to have this boldness. Lord, we commit ourselves to boldness. We yield to your prompts. and will tell the world about this. In the name of Jesus. To tell you what you call it good news, the gospel I will tell the world this good news that we ring 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 this bell everywhere. Bang, bang, bang. Okay. God is not counting your sins against you. This shall be our commission, this shall be our life story. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So that person watching right now that wants to be saved, okay, you've now heard that God is not counting your sins against you. And today I just want to say yes, Lord. Just say after me, just say yes, Lord. I, I believe you died for me. Okay, I believe you died and paid for my sins. You were buried and you rose again and gave me a brand new life. Okay, I confess you today as a Lord of my life. Today, I am born again. You have said that prayer. It's as simple as that, okay? It's as simple as that you are born again. So, help us to, to, to help you to walk through this journey, to help you understand the choice you have just made. Send us a mail to info at this green church org. Info at thescreenchurch dot org. Hallelujah. I want thank for this one. So God, we ask for grace for them to they, they, to to, them to commit to to growth and disciples so they can get better in understanding and living the life of Christ they have not received. Hallelujah. Amen. Hey, hope you were blessed by the sermon